This podcast is for voice teachers and coaches to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want? I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hello, hello, lovely voice teacher. Oh, yeah, we be talking about it. We've been talking about one of those topics that everybody wants to talk about. How to raise your prices. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's hysterical to me sometimes that this is still one of those topics that we all got to talk about because part of me is like, man, it's just so dang simple. And the other part of me is like, of course, it's not. But Ultimately, I actually want you to start with this mindset that it really is so dang simple. We do not have to complicate this, and so many people do. We overcomplicate it, we overanalyze, we freak out. It is like something that I feel brings a lot of stress to a lot of people's lives completely completely unnecessarily. So I hope, my biggest hope is that this episode helps you feel so freaking empowered, so empowered and grounded and just like, you can do this. Like, this is not hard. You can do this. You got this and you deserve this. Whoever needed to hear that, you deserve to raise your prices. So actually, let's start there because I think that is one of the biggest questions that a lot of voice teachers will ask, which is, how do I know when to raise my price? Like, am I deserving of this? Have I been teaching long enough? Like, how do I know this is the right price? Okay, so a couple little things about this. First and foremost, I truly, truly believe that our intuition knows best. And so oftentimes, if you really feel that it's time, it's time. Okay. If you feel like, "Mm, yeah, I am just resenting these prices. They don't feel good. Or maybe you've been at the same price for a really long time. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter. If you feel it in your gut, it is probably time. Here's the other thing. I don't like rules. And I don't think that there is a specific rule of when it's quote unquote time. Even saying it's time feels weird to say. (laughs) So I don't even know how to talk about it, but I'll just say that there is no right or wrong time. Okay. There's no rules. It is all good. However, if you want a couple of other indicators to help you really feel into this and beyond just, oh, I think, you know, my intuition is telling me it's time. (laughs) A couple of other things are, of course, you have a lot of students, right? You have an overflow of students. Maybe you have a wait list. Maybe, you know, when you tell people what your prices are, they don't even bat an eye. Or maybe you've even heard from your clients whoa, seriously, this is it? Like, this is all you're charging? I love that when your clients are actually the ones who are supporting you in raising your prices. That's always a good feeling. But those are typically little telltale signs that it may be time. Like I said, it may be time. It may feel right. (laughs) How to know when to raise your prices. Now, here's the other fun thing, really fun thing. Legitimately, if you wanted to raise your price tomorrow, you could. So easy. And I'll talk about that in just a second. But you could raise your price with the click of a button. 
It's not something that you need to make a big thing about. So we'll talk about that in just a second, but I just want you to remember that. So if we know that, if we know that, you know, like actually literally we could raise our prices anytime we want, so to speak. I also, of course, need to give a nice I love you but moment in there in saying that I'm not going to sit here and be like, do it anytime you like, because that's really not fair for me to say. I recognize that I am creating a podcast that hundreds of people listen to, voice teachers of all kinds of skill levels and knowledge and experience levels. And I can't just be like, yeah, raise your price to $150 an hour if (laughs) you aren't a teacher that should be charging that. You know what I mean? So I can't I can't do that. I can't be like, yeah, raise your price anytime you want. <laughs> um, that's That just feels irresponsible for me to do. So here's what I will say. There's knowledge, there's experience, and then there's skills. And it's very important to know and own where you're at. If you are in the knowledge stage, then that probably means you are in that learning stage. You're learning about how the voice works and you're kind of in the newer stages of teaching and that's freaking amazing. Don't stop. We need you. We love you. And own it. Don't charge $150 an hour. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you got to know where you're at. There's knowledge, there's experience, and then there's skills. And gosh, I just, I can't, I can't even talk about numbers in this episode because we got exchange rates. We got the fact that there's inflation. We got so many freaking things happening right now. So own where you're at. Be self-aware. Take note of whether or not you actually support your students in experiencing their intended result. That's a really important thing. You know, like if they come in and they're not seeing the results, then you probably don't want to be charging that much either, right? So, okay, that I could go on a tangent on forever and I'm not going to. Let's talk about the meat of this episode. We're assuming that you're feeling good. You want to raise your prices. Awesome. Like I said, you can do this whenever and however you want to. So here's what I mean. There's no specific time to do it. I think I've talked about in the past that September tends to be a great time. January tends to be a great time. And that is true. But like I said, there's no rules. You can start tomorrow. You can start next month. It does not matter. Okay. So that's something I really want you to just like get rid of in your brain that it has to be a specific time frame and it's got to be this big old hoo-ha and it really doesn't because here's the magic, my friend. This is like one of my very favorite things about running a business. There is a front end. And there is a back end to your business, meaning the front end is what everybody sees, right? It's your website, it's your posts, it's like all the things everybody sees. But then on the back end, this is the stuff people don't see. So you can change your rates on the front end while keeping your current students at another rate on the back end. You may have heard of this as kind of like the grandfather method, right? And the grandfather method essentially says, keep your current students where they're at. They are grandfathered in. And then everybody new that comes in, they are on a whole new rate. And I love this. I love this so much because you can literally change the front end with a click of a button anytime you want. So if I wanted to just change my rates for my voice lessons, I could just go into my website editor, which is Squarespace. I could just delete the number and then make it a new number. And that's the end of that. Like it's so freaking simple. 
It does not have to be a big thing. You don't have to tell your current students because it doesn't affect them, right? Now, here's the one thing I will say about this with that little caveat there. So if you are going to do something like this, the way that you would want to do it is you would actually, in my opinion, end up eventually getting people onto that rate, but you get them there over a period of time. So you let them know. You say, hey guys, you may notice that my rates on my website are a little bit different. And that's because you are on a special rate as a thank you for being such a loyal student. Now, I do want to be clear that you're going to continue paying this special rate until X date, right? And so you can pick that date in which I will bring you student up to where everyone else is at. And so that is really nice. I've had people do this for me in various different occasions. And I love that because not only do I feel super special and like I'm getting an actual discounted rate, but I also have a heads up. And that's really nice, right? Having a heads up of when that rate is going to change. Now, you don't have to do it that way. You could just raise everybody's rates. And if you do it that way, what I would recommend doing is giving them notice. So a minimum of one month, but I usually do between two to three months and let them know that these are the new rates that they're going to be, right? So that's literally how you do it. (laughs) That is how you raise your rates. It is so freaking simple. Now, here's a couple of things I want to address because I know that there are a lot of thoughts that are coming up for people right now. The first thing is that you can always change your rates. I know that sounds crazy, but you can because rates are experimental. And every time people come to me and they ask me, what should I charge? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Experiment. Who who are your people? Like, what do they want? I don't know what your people want. You know, like you have to just throw out a price and see if it feels good. And not only if it feels good for them, but if it feels good for you. And you really won't know, in my experience, until you actually just do it. So, for example, I'll, I'll actually share a little story about how this went down one time. So one time I changed my voice lesson rates and only one person signed up for the new rates. I did the grandfather method, right? So I kept my current rates or I kept my current students, I should say, at their rate. But I changed my voice lesson rates for the the public, the front end, the new people. And after like, I, I don't remember, I think it was like a few weeks of me kind of promoting this and emailing about it and marketing it in my own whatever way I did, literally only one person signed up for these new lesson links. And I was kind of like, oh shit, I think I didn't quite nail that pricing. And here's the thing. I really had to sit with it. And I'm going to teach you a process to really sit with your fears in just a second. But I had to really sit with it and analyze whether or not it was me and my ego that was freaking out about the fact that people were not signing up or if it genuinely just did not feel like the right price. And here's where I landed. It just genuinely didn't feel like the right price. I did not feel good talking about my price. Like it felt too big. It felt like I was trying to be something that I wasn't. And I think this is a thing that a lot of voice teachers do. We get really caught up in high ticket things that we're seeing. So I was trying to be something that I wasn't and it did not match my branding for amateur adults. (laughs) Amateur adults probably don't want to pay a high ticket thing for singing lessons because they are dabbling. They are figuring out if this is something they want to commit to. And Of course, they end up committing because we vibe and I'm a great teacher and blah, blah, blah. But like 
those beginning people, when they are first signing up, it doesn't make any sense to have a high ticket thing. I need to give them some sort of price that is an intro price, right? Something that feels that is approachable. So that's what I ended up doing. I actually ended up changing my pricing after I already put it out there and after somebody had already signed up. Yes, I actually did that because you can. You can. You're your own boss. You are discerning. You are intuitive. You can make strategic decisions like this. And it's not that hard because literally all I did was I just refunded her the difference. And I said, hey, I changed some things up and lucky you. It's actually going to be a little bit cheaper. So here's here's the <laughs> refund of the amount that you paid over for it. Like, it can be that simple, you know, and they love it. And what it's fine. It's not embarrassing unless we make it embarrassing. We could just own it and just be like, I changed my mind. This feels better. You know, I actually just did that with uh, two voicepreneur members and maybe they're listening to this and they know exactly who they are because they got that email from me <laughs> not that long ago. So that's something I wanted to share is that it is okay to experiment. It is so okay to experiment. You have to feel into these prices. So let's talk about feelings and we're going to wrap it up with a little bow because I know that feelings are the biggest part of raising prices. It is the biggest, hardest part. And when I say feelings, I really mean fears. <laughs> I mean that voice in your head that brings up all kinds of stories and shit and is going to really freak you the fuck out. Trust me, I have been there and I know exactly what this feels like. So here are some of the fears that might come up when it comes to raising your price. If I raise my price, if I raise my rates, people are going to leave. It's probably the biggest one, right? My students are going to leave. Or if I make them too high, people are going to be upset. Or I'm not worthy of this price. That's a big one. I'm not worthy of charging this much, right? So what I want you to do is I want you to first recognize what that fear is. And please, I invite you to do it right here in this space together. I want you to really think about what is it that you are afraid of when it comes to raising your price. And then here's the biggest thing, my friend. Everybody feels fears around this. Everybody. It is so normal. So if you know that and you know that every time you raise your rates, you're going to have that voice pop up, it actually kind of becomes a little bit humorous. Like that's how I feel about my ego voice where I'm like, oh, there you are again. Hm, I wondered when you were going to show up. Uh-huh. There you are at 4 a.m. There you are, you silly thing, always trying to interfere with me growing. And that's, <laughs> that's ultimately it, my friend. Raising your rates means that you are growing. It means that you are up-leveling. You are raising your frequency. You're literally rising up. <laughs> like your prices are an actual reflection of that. And that is going to feel so freaking uncomfortable for our ego. There is nothing more uncomfortable than up-leveling and rising up, growing. We want to stay in our comfort zone, for things to feel certain, for things to feel familiar right? And so it's totally natural that this voice is going to pop in with all kinds of fears and all kinds of stories and thoughts around why you shouldn't raise your prices or why that was a terrible idea for you to do that, right? And that's okay. You are normal. It's okay. Part of rising up, I feel, and part of up-leveling, and this is like the 
biggest, best thing that I have integrated in my life is that that up level is you witnessing this within yourself. The up level is actually you witnessing your own ego within yourself and you practicing continuing to hold the energy of trust. Trust in your decision. Trust that the right students won't even bat an eye at the price because they won't. Trust that the people who have not found you yet, but they're going to find you soon, are also not going to bat an eye at the price, and they're going to be delighted and excited to pay that price. And you continue to hold that energy every single day. What if that's the game of up-leveling? What if that's the practice? What if this is not about up-leveling being a destination, but up-leveling being a journey? This is the fucking journey right here. This is you embodying every single day an attitude of yes, please, and thank you. And every time that you talk about your prices, you're like, damn straight, right? Like what if that's the actual energy that is required of you to meet the price that you put out? So here's a question to ask yourself. Does your price match your confidence? Are you confident with that price? How can you embody that every day? What if that is the game of up-leveling? Here's the thing, my friend. Let's be real. Students might leave you, right? They likely won't, (laughs) but they might. And if they do, I am willing to bet that for most of the students that leave, you either aren't surprised that they left or you're a little bit relieved. That often happens when we raise our prices. It's kind of like I imagine the universe doing this sort of thing where it's like, yes, you did it. Now we're going to really help clear away all the cobwebs, all of the things that are not supportive of your up-leveling. And oftentimes, that is going to be a student, right? (laughs) So this happens to me all the time where students will leave and I'm kind of like, okay, that's okay. Thank you. That's fine. You know, and you're a little bit like not surprised, a little bit relieved. It's all good. I also love to view price and offer changes exactly in that way where it's kind of like that is the beautiful, necessary transition. And the best part about transitions is that there is another side. Okay, there is another side. You are going to be able to look back at the time that you raise your prices a few weeks from now or months from now or whenever it is and be like, holy shit, I am so glad I did that. I am so glad I did that because like I said, transitions, there's always another side. It is a messy middle. You're going to be dealing with your ego a lot. You might be dealing with some parents, but probably not, but maybe, and that's okay too. And then you're going to get to the other side and you'll be like, oh my God, I have better students. I'm getting paid more. I feel really good and not resentful around my own freaking pricing. Holy shit. I'm so glad I did that. Right. (laughs) And I'm just going to leave you with this. I have worked with hundreds of voice teachers and every single time that they come to me freaked out about raising their prices and they do it, they will come back to me and say, holy shit, I'm so glad I did that. Like that was everything. Parents didn't leave. It was not that dramatic. And 
it really wasn't that big of a deal to people that did leave. (laughs) It is not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. (sighs) Please remember that in your heart. You have got this. This is mostly in your head. (laughs) It is mostly in your head. And I can't wait to get that DM from you. That's like, holy shit. I'm so glad I did that. (laughs) So please DM me when you raise your rates. Let me know how it goes. Let me know what landed for you in this episode. And I cannot wait to hear the big changes that are happening with your up-leveling. Oh my gosh. It is so freaking awesome. You're amazing. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will catch you in the next episode. Oh my goodness, that was so juicy and I'm so glad you're still here listening. You are amazing and I can't wait to see what you take away from this episode and what you bring into your teaching business. Oof, it is going to be so good. If you want to come and see for yourself what it means to grow and scale your teaching business, come and check out the resources inside of the show notes or visit us over at thevoicepreneur.com. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at The Voicepreneur. Or if that's not your vibe, that's totally fine. Share it with your two best voice teacher friends so that we can continue spreading the good word that you can create a sustainable, spacious and fun as fudge cake teaching business that makes an enormous impact on your students' lives and your life and your bank account. It's awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see how your business changes your life. I'll catch you in the next episode.